Hello, welcome to Mikey Pod Podcast, episode 308 for November 2nd, 2020. Today's guest is Manit Paul Singh. He's a tech YouTuber, documentary producer, and host of the podcast, The Sick Influence, the weekly interview podcast that highlights six from around the world who are doing what they love. I, another great conversation. I am your host, Michael Heron. I'm a composer, pianist, electronic musician, storyteller, and activist based in New York City. On this podcast, I have conversations with fellow creators who use their creativity to change the world. I've been sending this podcast to your ears for over 15 years. If you like what you hear, subscribe using the colorful buttons on the sidebar and footer at MikeyPod.com or just search MikeyPod in your favorite podcast directory. If you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at MichaelHeron.com. Hit me up on social media everywhere as at MichaelHeron or email me at MikeyPod at gmail.com. Hello. It's the day before election day. I certainly hope you are planning on voting if you haven't already, I'm going to go keeping it 2016 style and I'm going to show up in person tomorrow and vote. Um, my polling place is just right down the block from me. Um, I'm going to, you know, make sure I have plenty of time. Uh, I have an absentee ballot I can fill out and drop off if I need to. Um, and I have to turn it in, if I understand correctly, in order to vote in person. Um, I'm set. I'm ready to go. I hope you have a plan and please, please vote. Thank you. I want to tell you a um, couple of check-ins before we get to the interview. Um, my boyfriend, Nolan, is in, on a panel about artivism tonight at 8 Eastern. Um, it's on, I'm still actually learning what, what it actually is, but I'll put a link to it <laughs> on uh, the website, the show notes for this episode. Um, it's going to be a really cool conversation, it looks like, and it, because it's in the same sort of realm of what I talk about on the podcast, I thought you might like to know too. Uh, he co-produced uh, Broadway for Biden, um, Our, Our America, the show that came out uh, last week, or maybe it was the week before. Gosh, time is flying. Um, so he's one of the co-producers of Broadway for Biden. We heard from um, Hallie Morse on the podcast several weeks ago. She is also, uh, she's the founder, CEO, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so <laughs> there's all that background. Um, one thing I want to sort of like acknowledge right now <laughs> with the podcast, you may have noticed I'm making a greater effort to include people who are not like me on the podcast. Um, I think I was doing okay at that, but you know, obviously a lot has changed in the world and I became really aware that I was talking to a lot of white people, <laughs> white, like, you know, I, I didn't have a super diverse crowd. It was all right. I don't think it was terrible, but uh, I knew it was an area that I needed to grow in. So I've been doing that. One of the things that's happening, and I, I noticed it in this interview, um, and I noticed it in um, in an interview that you'll hear next week. Um, I'm kind of, I'm catching myself in this process of asking questions, you know, like uh, what I think one of the things that stopped me from having a more diverse group of people was this fear of saying the wrong thing or asking the wrong question or being naive or saying something uh, problematic or offensive and not knowing it. Um, that happens. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I feel like there've been a couple of times in recent episodes and in um, episodes that you're going to hear, um, and today's today's episode I think was okay, but there are just a lot of, when I go back and I hear myself, I'm a little like, oh, can you just stop that? And I don't really even know how to put it into words, but do you even know what I'm talking about? I think you do. The, the, the moral of the story is I'm currently just allowing myself to make mistakes, and I'm leaving the mistake 
mistakes, quote unquote, in the places where like I, I acknowledge it in this episode. You'll hear in the conversation. There's a place where I was like, ah, I didn't know if I should ask that. You should probably ask it. It's a, it's a, especially when you have someone on a podcast. It's our, it's a, it's our responsibility as people to make sure we're educated about all different types of people, um, all different types of experiences, and to be the best. Um, especially those of us with different types of privilege, like white privilege, male privilege. Um, it's it's our responsibility to. Um, amplify these voices and to learn how to do that. So in the process of learning how to do that, I feel like I stumble every now and then. If you hear that on the podcast, I'm most likely aware of it, but I invite you to tell me, hey, when you said X, Y, Z, this is what it meant to me. You know, like I I think I... I just realized, especially with the interview you'll hear next week, that I want that conversation. I want to have that conversation. And I want to have it from a position of taking responsibility for educating myself. So um, I'm, I'm going to just keep pushing myself forward and learning and perhaps <laughs> making mistakes. I feel like I've been going on about this too long. Maybe you get it. Maybe you don't. Um, all of that is to say... Yay, different types of people. Hello. Okay, so um, I think I've gone on about that enough. I want to make sure I give a quick thank you to my subscribers on Patreon who power this podcast. There are These are folks who subscribe for $5 or more a month and get special perks like tons of free downloads of my music and zines and bonus podcasts. There are over 50 of them, I think. There will be 54 or 55 this week um, that you have immediate access to when you subscribe and this Wednesday, I'll be posting an exclusive, deeper conversation with this week's guest, Mideep Paul Singh. We talked a lot about uh, spirituality in a super cool way in the in the bonus podcast. We did a little bit in this one, too. Uh, but we went kind of deep. I loved the conversation. So uh, if you want to hear that interview and the 50-some-odd others and all the other free stuff, go to patreon.com slash Michael Heron. Uh, this podcast you're listening to now, though, is free, and it will continue to be free, and I will continue to make this podcast without advertisements most likely, um, because it's just fun. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. So I thought it would be super interesting for music in the, today's episode to get some music from Manit Paul. Uh, he had a suggestion for a friend of his who is also a music producer, uh, Mokum Singh. And this is a track from him called Awakening. And I'll put links here um, on those show notes to his SoundCloud so you can check out more of his music. All right, so here's Awakening.
Joining me now on the podcast is Manit Paul Singh. He is the host of a YouTube channel. He produces documentaries, and he is the host of a podcast called The Sick Influence. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So there are a lot of directions we could go in with what we talk about first, because there's so much I want to cover. But let's talk first about your podcast. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, the Sick Influence is a podcast I just started uh, two months ago now. Um, it's a podcast where I interview six from around the world who are basically doing what they love. The original idea was kind of to interview people um, who are six who are doing uh, professional jobs to get, get, get them some exposure to the wider sick community. Uh, like younger six who may be struggling to figure out what they want to do. Um, but that slowly evolved into finding six who are really passionate about their work and talking to them about what they do and why they chose to do that kind of work. And it's just been a great way to, to meet people who I wouldn't normally talk to and share their, their stories with the wider community. Your YouTube channel has a lot to do with tech generally. Well done tech videos too, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, but it was your podcast that made me like... Uh, see the connection of your being a sick and wait. So I guess part of why I wanted to talk to you is that I think that a lot of people, myself included, have these moments like I just had of like, wait, do I say you're a sick or you're someone who practices sick? It's sicky. Is that right? Is that yeah, how you pronounce religion? That's, okay. Yep. So uh, partly I'm just kind of allowing myself to like make mistakes. Please do. To, for also for the opportunity for people to learn as well. Yep. Um, which is kind of what your goal is with the podcast, yeah? Yeah, I think it's like the podcast, selfishly for me, is a great way for me to learn um, about Sikhi because like we're all learning, right? There, there's, like, there's, you never get to a point where you like master everything. You're always going to be learning about something. And I've learned so much from the guests that I've speak, spoken to um, who are much farther along in their professional careers and um, how they incorporate their life as a sick into their daily life, right? As when they're working professionally. And that's something that if you want to follow the sick teachings um, properly, it's a big commitment. And learning how to do that uh, from people who have done it and who have done it successfully and who are really passionate about it, I've learned so much just from, from that part alone. And then learning about their job is kind of more of the bonus on top of that. But first and foremost, as a Sikh, I love learning how other Sikhs are um, incorporating Sikhi into their lives every day, you know? Yeah. That's one of the things, not precisely, but that I really like about doing a podcast because I talk to a lot of different creators and there are a lot of moments I'm like, hey, wait a minute, how do you handle this? Or how, you know, like it gives me an opportunity to have a conversation with people that I relate to that I might not sort of be you have be inspired to do just in a general conversation. Is that, are you having that experience too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I love like, especially for people who like I, who work in jobs that I don't know anything about. Like I've talked to medical professionals, lawyers, and like th those are worlds that I don't know anything about. So learning about that and just understanding what they do and how it kind of even relates back to my own work, that really helps. And then obviously for people who are doing similar work, I learned so much from that. Um, one thing I, I do want to bring up, I'm not too sure um, if your audience is familiar with what Sikhi is to begin with, for some reason that a lot of people don't really have heard of it before. It's something that like some sometimes you come across, like you meet someone who's sick at work or in school, and then the conversation starts. But for a lot of people, I've learned it's just not something that they come across. And 
um, in a podcast format, you can't see me, but um, usually <laughs> six are very visible um, for their, their turbans, um, beards, and it's it's a religion and it's the fifth largest uh, faith in the world. And most people are blown away when they hear that fact, because um, even though we're such a large faith and community, most people don't know what Sikhi is. Most people don't know the, the teachings behind it, the history behind it. Um, so I just wanted to mention that because we, we, we've said the word Sikh a few times, but I want to make sure people understand what the context of that is. I'm glad you said that. And like, just in that spirit of being imperfect, there was a part of me that was like, what? maybe I should ask about what Sikh is. But, oh, no, like, I think there's this place that we're at in, in the world where we are hyper-concerned um, about offending people. And I think it's rightfully so. I think we need to be aware of that. But then I worry that in moments like this, we're missing out on a conversation because of that fear. So I'm glad that you brought that up. That's actually a, a really good point. And one thing that I learned through my podcast, through one of my guests actually is, because I'm guilty of this too, like, like I'm a Sikh, but like, I, I'm not an expert on everybody else's faith. Um, and when we are afraid to ask, we're, we're kind of putting the pressure on the other person to educate us and like be more upfront about that. But in reality, it's our responsibility to educate ourselves. We shouldn't expect the other person to go out of their way to teach someone. Um, but if you have a question and you want to ask, then you should feel empowered to do so and research on your own. Um, and that's something that I've learned because like a lot of people don't know what a sick is. And like, I always feel that pressure, like, Oh, I need to educate everyone around me. But, um, in reality, like if people are curious, like, they should be the ones asking and doing their own research. And that's, that goes for me too. Um, I need to, recognize my own ignorance at, at some times as well and take that initiative to ask other people what their fates are all about and why they do what they do. And um, I'm just glad you brought that up. because That's something I've done recently too. These are the things like, ah, talking is, talking is great. I know that's like a obvious statement, but communicating with people and, and it, it's touched on in this documentary that's on your YouTube channel called They Called Me Osama. Uh, I, I watched it this morning. People who are listening, I'll put a link to this documentary in the show notes. Um, there, the the message that I took from it, I, there were several messages, but one of them was to engage with people that you think are different, that seem different from you. Um, and, you know, it, it's not always easy and it's hard to like, wait, like when we have this realization that like, oh, I've been sort of being around people like me and and realize that that's a problem. It's a little tricky to figure out like, okay, so how do I now stop doing that? Um, but it was cool to see that. What I felt that message was from that film. Was that something that, that you were, you produced that documentary, yeah? Yeah, I filmed that. Um, it was toward the end of my college education. So like five years ago now is when I was filming it and I, I released it in 2016. Um, the, the goal of that was really to, um, to showcase what Sikhi is first and foremost to people who haven't heard of it before. Um, but then also, uh, like you just said, kind of encourage that conversation to start, um, and to show that like we are, you know, we're here, we're, we're all part of the same community and like the, the, the fact that we should be aware of like, you know, who we are and ask each other those questions 
that is something that we should all feel encouraged to do and something that we're comfortable doing. There, there's a, a phrase in the film, and I'm just going to give you a hint of what I'm talking about because you could probably speak about it much more eloquently than I could, and I don't want to spoil the, <laughs> the <laughs> takeaway from it. It's that phrase about, um, I don't care about power, I don't care about salvation. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, that, that was a, um, a line from our scripture, um, the Guru Granth Sahib, and it's basically... Uh, it boils down to love and how Sikhi and Sikhi, the primary value that we have is love. Um, and in that particular um, line that you just uh, were referring to, it's talking about how, um, you know, we don't care about power. Like we don't care about status. We, we don't care about authority or anything like that. Um, all we do care about is having love. And when we say love, we mean love for the divine. We mean love for each other. Um, and just expressing love and compassion in everything that we do. And um, within Sikhi, the the very first part of our scripture, the very first word is actually not a word, it's a number. It's ik, which is one. Um, and oneness is a, a very central principle in Sikhi. And through oneness, through love, that is how we develop ourselves, both spiritually um, and also, you know, in the physical world where, where we practice um, our jobs and, you know, just getting by in life. When we practice these principles of love and oneness, that is how we grow as individuals. Mm. That, like, when I saw that phrase or heard that phrase um, and the translation of it, I was really, like, it's those moments with spirituality and religion that I'm, I'm, I didn't grow up in um, a religious family. We had like we dabbled here and there. Um, but then I, I long story, I graduated from high school, went to college and then became a uh, alcoholic <laughs> and I just got drunk a lot. And then I, when I sobered up, there's this part in the 12 steps about having a higher power and during that time, I decided, like, oh, I need to find what my religion is, like, what my God, like, what, you know, and um, I don't know where I'm exactly going with that. But one of the messages that sort of came up for me was this kind of idea. And I was like, why, why isn't this what religions teach? This, like, it, it, and, and it is, I mean, obviously, because you just told me. Um, but you know, it's not what, as a, like a white kid in East Texas where I grew up, all I knew about was, uh, Christianity and like a really rigid sort of closed minded Baptist version of Christianity. So, which to me, <laughs> I'm speaking only for myself is kind of not about what you're talking about. Um, so anyway, hearing that description and, and, really uh, is powerful to me. Yeah, it really does resonate when you think about it. And one thing that you, you just said, um, the, the beautiful thing that, at least like as six, what we believe in is it doesn't matter like what you call your, your God, right? At the end of the day, we, we believe there's one God. And that God comes in many different names. And at the end of the day, we are all working towards the same thing. And the different paths that you can take to get to that spiritual level and to find that, um, you know, enlightenment. And regardless of if you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, if you're Jewish, doesn't matter which, which faith you follow. Um, what, what that 
uh, line that you referenced earlier in that idea of love, it's just all it talks about is having love for your your faith and being committed to that divine. And there's different ways you can do that. And one of the things that's interesting, I guess I'll ask this question, is with your YouTube channel, you don't, you're not really talking about religion. Uh, aside from this documentary, there are some really solid tech reviews. But because um, of the turban and the way that you look, obvious that there there's something going on. What's the feedback like from that? Like, it, it's 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 an interesting thing, and I think it's addressed in the documentary too um, about being visible. I guess I'm just curious about the intersection of how that works with your YouTube channel and in general. So to answer the second part of your question first, the part about being visible. Um, as six, we have our identity because we, we want to stand out. We, we're not trying to blend in in any kind of way. Um, in the documentary, the analogy that's given is like when you see a police officer, you know they're a police officer and um, you, know, you, you, you see them because they wear a uniform. Um, for six, our turbans, our beards, um, and you know we have other symbols that we wear um, as six that, re- that define us as a six. And we want that identity. We, we don't want to be, you know, blending in. We want people to know that we are sick. So people know, okay, this person's a sick. They believe in this. They stand for oneness and love. And you can turn to them um, and trust that they will follow these principles. So that is a, a very core part of our identity. And then secondly, um, when it comes to my YouTube work, um, surprisingly, I, I haven't gotten any negative feedback. Oh, and that's great. I was really worried when like, I started taking YouTube more seriously earlier this year where I started posting pretty much weekly. Um, I was worried that like, I would get some comments or uh, negativity based on my appearance. And um, I haven't gotten any negative comments di- directly on my appearance, which is something that I was shocked about because YouTube is, you know, the comment section can be very negative at times. Yeah. So, you know, that reassures me that there's goodness in the world that, um, you know, I wasn't expecting on YouTube. Um, and then in terms of like the tech videos, um, yeah, I, I don't like my channel is not a Sikhi focused channel. I don't like there are other channels out there that are dedicated just to Sikhi and spreading the teachings and like understanding what it is. Um, my channel is like straight up tech productivity, things like that. But, um, I always, like, um, I don't shy away from my sick presence. So in my videos, if there's like a sick app that is relevant to what I'm talking about, I'll talk about it because I know most of my audience right now are six. And even, even if they weren't, like Sikhi is, is, is who I am. So I don't want to hide away from that. And I think it's also a very unique way to provide exposure to, to a non-sick audience, like who six are, some of the things that we talk about, some of the things that we believe in. Um, and it's just, it's been a really great way for me to talk about Sikhi to an audience who may not necessarily know what Sikhi is, but um, on a topic that they do know about. So it's, a, it's been an interesting combination for sure. But then the podcast, it seems it is more focused on, um, on sharing the lives of Sikhi people, yeah? Yeah, the, the podcast was, I wanted to have um, an avenue where I can talk specifically to six and have content targeted to the sick audience. And um, with YouTube, like I want to grow that channel um, in the 
focus of tech and productivity. That's kind of my long-term vision for that. Um, and I, I still plan on incorporating Siki in those videos, but they're not going to be um, like 100%. Like every video is not going to be about about sick topics. But with the podcast, because Siki is such a big part of my life, and I want to have a channel where I can just you know freely talk about six um, and sick teachings and whatnot to an audience who will understand that. Um, as well as professional work stuff in the same place. Um, that's why I started that podcast. It, it, that I can freely talk about Sikhi in a way where like other Sikhs can listen to it um, and understand it. Mm. One of the things in the description of the podcast um, made me think of a question to ask you because in, in your description, it says that you talk to people about how Sikhi has influenced their life. So I'm curious how it's influenced yours. Oh man, turning the question on myself, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was—it seemed like a really good question to ask. It's a big yeah. question, though. I'm sure you're absolutely right. Um, well, in terms of how it influences my life, it—it it is my life. So it's—it's it's hard to like pinpoint like what exactly you know what, what part of it you know influences my life. It—it's it, part of my daily life. It's—it's it's who I am, um, but. What it really does, it, it, it defines the decisions I make. It defines the person I want to be. It defines what I value most in life, what's important to me. Um, it really it, it grounds my morals, right? And I think that's the, the essence of a lot of faiths. It, it kind of defines your morals and what you really value in this life. And with Sikhi, there's just so much emphasis on love and focusing on using this life to connect with the divine, right? So that is the, the mission of my life. And everything else I'm doing, it's just a reminder that, you know, this, this life is just temporary. And you, could, you, you work hard, you know, you earn an honest living, um, but that is not the purpose of your life. Your, the purpose of your life is to connect and experience um, the divine and to give back to the community. And in terms of like being a creator and posting your work on the internet, Having that be a central thing in your life that grounds you and defines your, you know, your motives, that is something that definitely has influenced my life. That response kind of made me realize what I'm finding so um, powerful about your description of the religion, and that is that it, it feels to me like a lot of religions, you know, and, and I, I mean, I've brought up, been brought up in like a Christian-focused society. So that's like kind of my immediate thought. Um, but it talks a lot about like what happened and what's going to happen. And it doesn't talk about the moment, right? Like you're, you're trying to make sure you're a good person so you can go to heaven or you, you have to like, you're, you're born sinful. So you have to like, you know, like ask, you know, all of that stuff. But I think what I find so moving and beautiful about uh, Sikhi is the idea that, oh no, like the gift is right now. Like the gift is available in this instance. Am I picking that up correctly? Absolutely. Um, this, this life that we're given um, is such a, a, a big gift because it's our opportunity to connect um, and use this life for good. Um, and we believe that we've had countless lifetimes where um, you know, we, we've built up this karma that we have now been given this chance to, to burn it away um, via meditation, via you know, selfless service. And we use this human life as a way to 
escape this cycle of, um, you know, lifetime after lifetime of just building up karma. You know, you, you burn that off by being a human and using your life with purpose. And that purpose is to connect. Um, I think that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. And it's just so like... I think this is just my own weirdness about spirituality in general. And I think it's a very naive thought that I have, but it's a little like, wow, your purpose is YouTube videos. Like, how did that work? You know, it feels when you think about, you know, like to me, like uh, spirituality is like, oh, it's like a separate mystical like thing. But no, it's like, oh, yeah, my purpose is doing this stuff. And I, I think it's just cool to have that awareness that these things are valuable that we do. Yeah, 100%. I can't agree more. Oh, I love it. Oh, so I could go on and on about this forever, but we should probably wrap it up. And I want to, like, a couple of things. One is, if anyone who's listening, and or if I, which I am, is interested in learning more about uh, Sikhi, do you have suggestions for, like, books or websites or good places to, like, start learning a little bit more? Yes, absolutely. If you go on YouTube, um, search for Basics of Sikhi, S-I-K-H-I, there's a whole YouTube channel dedicated to this purpose of educating um, the wider world of what Sikhi is. There's a lot of advanced stuff on there, um, but they have a playlist um, for people who are just learning about Sikhi for the first time. Um, also, the documentary that you referenced that I produced a few years ago, um, that's also a 20-minute documentary if you're interested in just learning um, some, some high-level stuff there. That's also a good resource. Mm. And do I recall seeing a link to your favorite books on your YouTube channel? Favorite books? Yes. I don't believe they are Sikhi related, but if you're interested in <laughs> personal growth books and productivity books, those are there. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm just trying to like go through my memory and make sure I'm mentioning things that, that could be of importance. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. So Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, can you give us a quick rundown of where to, where's the best place to find the podcast? YouTube obviously is on YouTube, but. Yeah, uh, you can find the podcast at thesickinfluence.com. Um, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ball has all my, my links, Instagram. I'm usually at Ball at every social platform. So that's how you can find me. <laughs> cool. And I'll put links to all of that stuff on the show notes. So if you're listening and, uh, you, you're like, wait, don't worry. You can go to MikeyPod.com and there'll be links to all of this stuff. Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for doing a little hand-holding while I was you know, trying to like ask questions. Um, I appreciate your willingness to educate me. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a, a great way to just, just talk and um, share some knowledge. Thank you.
That was Remember, another track from Okum Singh, who you heard at the top of the show. I need to just say out loud, I did not ask for a correct pronunciation of your name, so I super, super apologize if I mispronounced it. Um, check out the link in the show notes. You could find links to his SoundCloud so you could check out more of his music. Check out all of Manit Paul's stuff. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Manit Paul. Thank you for listening. Thank you, patrons. Thank you for going to vote tomorrow. Oh my God, please vote. <laughs> Please, I beg of you. And stay safe and take care of yourself in the next couple of weeks. Here in the United States, I think we may be having a eventful next period of time. So I hope you're all well. Please reach out to me if you need someone to listen or connect with. Um, and really care for yourselves during this next period of time. All right. Thanks for being here. Talk to you next week.